here we are now with day five in our series, Who is In? This is a trip report series where I'm giving personal accounts of my experiences with doing two sets per day of the Who is In? awareness technique. If you're not on board with the series, go back, listen to the previous episodes, including the introduction episode, where I talk about who is in, in more detail, and a little bit of its history. Otherwise, we can venture forth. Today, I'm very energized. I'm very motivated, and it's very much an action-centered kind of energized which means I'm doing things. And particularly in my second session today, I was talking about scheduling. And that was all that came up. It was just, what have I got to do before a certain thing? And what I want to finish off? And what's going to happen? And what has to happen before another thing has to happen? And then how much time I have left over for other certain things? And then I forgot about certain things that I had to do. And then I remembered and I thought, okay, well, I've got this coming up. And then certain things on certain dates... And this is just scheduled dialogue. This is just, what are you going to be doing over the next few days and weeks? What's coming up for your schedule? And just before that afternoon session, I had a lot of energy. I think maybe I had too much sugar because I had a bit of chocolate. And I was very much in an organization sort of doing mode, cleaning things up, organizing, and it really had just become clear to me what I needed to do. So I was very motivated. And I guess that's why it was such a session that was focused so much or what came up so much was the scheduling and what I'm thinking about with my life. And I realized that talking about it and having the who is in awareness technique sort of suddenly imposed upon my mood didn't actually change it. Like I got to the end of the 40 minutes and I still felt like, okay, I've got to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm running out of time. I need to have this pace and keep up this pace and keep busy. And that's important to note that the awareness technique doesn't change the mood. This is not state training. This is not training to put you into certain emotions or moods or states of mind. It's an awareness technique, which means whatever is there, whatever is happening, you want to be able to see it. You want to be aware of what's going on, just as it is. Now, there's no instruction in the who is in awareness technique to accept things as they are or witness them or just let them be or anything like that. It just sort of happens out that way. And that was my experience today. That's how it was today. I thought I got to the end of the 40 minutes and I still wanted to be in that mood. I was still in that mood and I was still doing all the things that I wanted to do. But somehow something else had changed. I'd become more aware of what I was doing, and it had become more clear. It actually did help me hold it in my mind easily, more clearly, the things that I have to do. 
And the whole thing with these techniques, these awareness intensives, you never really know how they work. You're never really told how they work. You're never told what to expect. And yet somehow they do work. Somehow something happens. Somehow mysteriously you just sort of figure a way through as you see the boundaries and you see the possibilities and you keep digging, you keep pushing, you keep holding yourself to it. And it is a little bit spooky. It's a little bit it's a little bit mysterious. It's a little bit mystical. Like why is it why is it that sitting in front of a mirror and listening to a little bell go off every five minutes, followed by a person's voice saying, tell me who is in, should lead to you being able to understand yourself better. Why should that lead to an opening in consciousness? Why should that lead to a better awareness of yourself and what's going on around you? Who knows? Who knows why? And that sort of brings me to my second point for today, which is that I realize there has to be an intermediary between the actual process and the integration of the process. And what you're getting here in these trip reports is kind of an amalgamation of something between those two things. When I'm in the process, it's fresh, it's alive, it's happening. Then afterwards, there's an integration where I say, what happened? I'm telling myself what happened. And then, of course, also, I have to tell you, I'm telling you what happened. I'm saying, well, what's the story that goes along with it? And these are two very distinctly different things. The flowing of thought as it occurs during a spontaneous new action or happening is completely different to the solid thoughts that repeat themselves over and over again, which are about that happening. So when something is happening, you're thinking, and when you're talking about something that's past, well, you're telling a story. And that's a nuance I really even contended with in real time during one of the sessions. I really was trying to understand or try to get into a better way of understanding or try to, how to explain this better. That's a better way to put it. How do I explain this better? And you have to understand that it's only an explanation. This is only a kind of integration version of what has been happening. So you've got to sort of reverse engineer what I've been saying to get a sense of how it has been. And another way to do this is to sort of demonstrate a little bit and to actually say, well, what is happening? It's sort of like this thing within itself. It's sort of like you can sense that the words are suspended in nothing. You can sense that what we're talking about is the thing that we are talking about. It's sort of like this closed loop, but also this meta 
awareness. And this is just part of our experiment here together because I've tried in the previous series to actually do the real-life demonstration and that didn't quite work. That didn't happen in quite the way that I thought. Of course, something came from that. Of course, something did happen in that. But it's not the same as actually witnessing real-time insight in the same context or in the context of privacy, in the context of personal inquiry, which is in a safe environment, a closed environment, without someone listening on. So any way we look, there are bridges of understanding that need to be built. From wherever you are, there's something that you don't understand and there's something which is available to you or becoming available to you which will help you understand. And the thing that helps you understand is not the same as the understanding. It's not the same as getting it. You can't just repeat the words. You have to sense the essence. You have to sense what the words are getting at. It's like that, it's like that old Zen saying, that old Zen story, where the Zen master looks at, points to the moon and says, look, and the student looks at his finger. There's a lot in that story. There's really, that, that's really the perfect illustration of all language. And of course, that's not a new idea. It's a very old idea. And we can say that some words point to certain things and not to other things. And some words are better at pointing towards some things than others, depending on what they are and how effective they are and how they sit within time and culture. So those are a few thoughts. It's been a very energetic day, and I'm going to be doing more stuff. I haven't done my Qigong standing. I mean, I did my two hours of silent sitting, but I haven't done Qigong yet. I might do that later. I might just be busy. And I've also been for a drive and been into, the, into nature, into, into the bushes, to just get in touch and be around some trees and see some spider webs. And that as well has helped with being in touch with my perception abilities, perception skills, perception happenings. <laughs> I don't know if you really call perception a skill. <laughs> it's more like it's more like a happening. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So I'll keep this short, otherwise once I start, you know me, I don't stop. And there, there is just so much to do. I'm just, my schedule is completely full right now. And I feel quite good about that. I feel now's the right time for that to be that way. So thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be back very soon with the next installment in this series. And that's all I have to say for now.